hi guys now today I took notes from a youtuber that is very popular Don Matson um, and here are some of my notes on her uh, her YouTube she talks about the silent to-do list and she did mention that she did get some of these ideas from a book uh, that she has not read but from a youtuber named Victoria so if you look up uh, Dawn Matson, the silent to-do list you will find all her recommendations there and I will leave you links to uh, Dawn Matson's YouTube and um, but she talks about the silent to-do list she says she's a minimalist and she says a lot of people do have a lot of different ideas about minimalism and in her mind uh, she only keeps what she uses what she loves and uses so for me as you can tell behind me I'm not necessarily a minimalist but I do try to keep only what I use and love and as you can see I, I do love a lot of things I love decor and uh, so I do have a lot of things but um, so minimalism looks different for a lot of people uh, minimalism doesn't necessarily mean nothing on the walls nothing you know just sterile it just means you only keep what you use and love and uh, in my case I guess I'm not really a minimalist but anyway we'll just move on from that and I'll tell you a little more about what she says every item in your home sends us a message plant says water me I need water to live clothes they have to be washed they have to be hung up they have to be folded toys they need to be put away um, dishes need to be washed everything sends us a message so she says decluttering makes a shorter to-do list she says in a vacation home we are more peaceful because it is simplified and it is not sending us the to-do messages she says in a vacation home you only have enough dishes for the amount of people that are sleeping in that space so if the uh, vacation home sleeps six then there's only enough dishes for six people so you have to wash them each day and if you're in a vacation home someone else if you only use those dishes once someone else may be washing them but you have more of a peaceful vibe in a vacation home and that is what she's trying to correlate in her home she wants to be a minimalist so it feels more peaceful as if she's on vacation on a daily basis so uh, not exactly and not perfectly but you get the message what she's trying to say convey uh, and she says ask yourself is my home or house sending me positive messages or negative dirty dishes 
versus flowers. You know, flowers make you happy and joyful unless you have extreme allergies and then it'll be different. But again, you get the idea. Pretty flowers or dirty dishes. Flowers are beautiful parts of God's creation. Beautiful creation from God. And dirty dishes, you have to wash them. They say, why am I still sitting here dirty? Why haven't you washed me yet? Clothes that say you need to lose weight. Does it spark joy or a negative to-do list? Cookbook may say, "Do you? why aren't you using me yet? Haven't you found a recipe that you liked yet? Uh, I spent money on this cookbook. Why haven't I used it? So she says, simplify so that you can enjoy the things you really uh, want to, that you really have. I didn't really write that note quite <laughs> right. Simplify so that you can enjoy the things that you really want to enjoy. All right, parents. Uh, it also helps with parenting. Having a shorter to-do list is more important than how you, sp how much you spent on the item. Okay, let me go through a little review of what she says. Uh, Dawn Matson shares with us the concept of the silent to-do list by explaining what it is and how we can shorten this list to have a more peaceful home. We need to promote ourselves and our feelings and what we need to feel peaceful in our house. We need to promote what makes us feel more peaceful in our house. Dawn says, I really wanted to get a point where it, meaning her home, was a haven, a place where when we come home at the end of the night, we go to relax, we go to recharge and block out the rest of the world for a little while while we're at home. So every item in our home is sending us messages and is on the silent to-do list. For example, dishes by the sink are saying, wash me. If you have a project or a task that is overwhelming or seems stressful, it's okay to say that while you thought you could undertake it, you can't do it or you've changed your mind. You need to pass it to someone else or get help with it. Um, the example she used was someone in the family asking you to do the family, um, you know, catalog all the family photos or do a family tree, or do a big, uh, what is it, An uh, ancestry uh, search. If that is something that overwhelms you and stresses you out, maybe there's another family member that can do that. Don't feel obligated to do that if that is not what you want to spend your time doing. If that is overwhelming, then pass it on to someone else. When decluttering, have the mindset of picking out a few favorites that evoke 
happy memories and then find a way to use it or display it. We're not going to keep it in a box for years and years just gathering dust. Uh, just because something is out of sight doesn't mean it still isn't on the mental to-do list. And she's talking about your storage or your garage. Those are still things that you have to keep from getting wet. You have to keep them protected, uh, even if you're not using them. So she says, just because something is out of sight doesn't mean it still isn't on the mental to-do list. It's still something that you are going to have to handle again at some point. Even if you don't handle it until you move, you have to still handle it when you move. Uh, as you go through the items in your home, use the silent to-do list as a filter. Ask yourself if it is adding value or causing more stress. When you are using that filter, promote the things that bring you joy and make you happy. When trying to get the family on board with decluttering and simplifying your home, share this concept of the silent to-do list with them to help them understand the stress you are feeling. Uh, another idea is to find videos on the subject that, are, that relates more to men or children or and show them the videos or watch them together and see if that sparks because you really can't make your family do what they don't want to do. Now they can see that how you do things. You can train your children as they grow up to do things. Um, but if you're starting now without, you know, showing them and guiding them throughout their life, then it's going to be a hard sell. So they can see you do them and see how it adds to your life and their life in that way and then jump on board. Um, you can be persistent and start now with your children and start little habits of decluttering. You can keep a decluttering donation box in every closet for the your children to donate their items as they have a urge to or if things don't fit. Uh, you can have a decluttering box somewhere near where you'll see it when you're leaving the home so that you can put it in your car to de declutter. Um, there are some uh, men that do decluttering and organizing videos. Uh, you can watch those with your husband and uh, see how it goes. But, you know, you it's just like the saying goes, you can lead them to water, but you can't make them drink. So you just got to do the best you can and uh, take care of what you want to take care of and, and deal with the rest in a positive just stay as positive as possible because it's also like another uh video i did it talks about 
if you complain and grumble and complain about all the things that have to be done in your home, then your family's going to grumble and complain about all the things that have to be done in your home. If you can find a way to declutter and organize and tidy your home in ways that will um, be more positive, you know, podcasts that you enjoy, music that you enjoy, or that the whole family enjoys. Uh, she doesn't talk about this. I'm just adding all of this in because there are things that you can do to make these things uh, more pleasant. You can have the five-minute tidy where the whole family uh, tidies up their space or one space. You can have the 10 minute, the 15 minute a day tidy, the 15 minutes before bed tidy. Um, there are lots of things you can do, but keep in mind, I did love what she said about your vacation home. What is it about a vacation home that really gives you a peaceful, positive vibe? One, it's not yours, so you're not having to um, do all the cleanup that you that's calling all the chores that call you at home are not calling you there. But also, it's because there's a minimum amount of dishes. There's a minimum amount of things that have to be done there. So if you can kind of think of ways to minimize all the work that you have to do at your home, then that will make your home more peaceful. It will, uh, you know, I have Bible study at my house once a month. I have organized and minimized, of course, not, not like a minimalist, but I have things set to a place where cleanup and pickup is super, super easy. Now, I don't have kids anymore. That makes it easy as well. But my kids pretty much uh, had messy rooms and our, our the rest of the house really didn't get messy like my kids' bedrooms would get messy. And that was their space. So I did try to get them to clean their rooms, but I wasn't as strict about that. My son's chore was to straighten up the living room. Really, the only time they spent in the living room was playing games and watching TV. So they had to kind of, so he had to like dust, vacuum, straighten up the pillows and put away the remotes and all of that. It wasn't a big chore. And um, so that's how I, you know, and if he did his chores when it was chore day, he had to tackle the living room first because that's the first thing that people would see. And my daughter, her chore was the kitchen and feeding the dog. I figured the kitchen was a two, a two chore job. So that was her one job. And then the dog was an easy one feeding the dog. My son had three spaces to clean. The living room, which just needed to be straightened up, dusted and vacuumed. The bathroom, 
was his because you know boys and potties so the potty was his chore and then his room my daughter had the kitchen her room and the dog and I wasn't that strict on their bedrooms because no one really saw them I tried I organized them uh, reorganized them when they were not uh, when they would go to camp and stuff like that but um, I tried to um, pick my battles so my main thing was the kitchen and the uh, living room and the bathroom the rest their bedrooms I could be a little more lenient it was their space um, and um, so I wasn't as strict but they always had to do their chores before they could go and do spend any time with their friends and uh, when they were punished the best thing that the, the punishment that worked the most for them was to take away their electronics and so um, if they fought they had to get off whatever they were fighting over they could <laughs> it immediately I, I was kind of strict on some things because I didn't like them to fight so if they fought over something then they could no longer um, play on the computer that was most of the what they fought over was the computer or a game or something like that but pretty much they were pretty good but I don't know how I got onto that subject but that's just some of the things that um, worked for me in my home and so I hope you enjoyed this and I hope it gave you some ideas and some whys and uh, to have a tidier, more organized, and a little more minimal uh, space. And I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks for watching.